podcast. So Okay, let's podcast about podcasting. Yeah. Did you hear a podcast war is brewing? song means one thing and one thing only we are in episode number 43 of the promo front podcast i'm one of your hosts bill petrie with me as always the el capitan of cinco de mayo <laughs> love it the corporal of the kentucky derby the one and only dr kirby Hossman. kirby how the heck are you today ah uh, muy bien muy bien y tu uh yeah i'm doing doing really well uh the you know things have been i don't know things feel like they're breaking loose a little bit, not only from a business mm-hmm. perspective, but also just from a life perspective. And I'm getting really excited to, to see restrictions lifting, to see businesses planning and uh, sort of to get back to some semblance of normal. So I'm really excited about that. How about you, bud? Things are going well. You know, they, uh, my, here in Tennessee, Governor Bill Lee decided that uh, he has cured COVID. So <laughs> everything's open, no masks anywhere. So uh, I, you know, I, I saw like that you, announcement. I did. <laughs> I, like you, I you know, I, I unfortunately think the whole COVID thing is going to last a couple, three years. I guess be a lot of starts and stops uh, as people get vaccinated as the variants come. But it is good signs, uh, real good sign to see those things happening. Uh, restaurants are opening up, so I, I think we're figuring out how to live with this thing, and, mm-hmm. and I think that's a good thing. But I, I've got a question for you, if you don't mind me asking. I know usually I like say something else, but I've got a question for you, Kirby. I can't wait to hear this question. When you need industry ideas or inspiration mm. or even information, right? where do you go? You know, I like to open up my mobile device and I go to a trusty app right here. It almost oh, looks really? like, a, like a heart. Uh-huh. I think it's called Promo Pulse. Wow. Interesting. So completely not scripted. I had no idea you were going to answer that. That is absolutely the correct answer, Kirby. Okay. That's right. Promo the one, Pulse. The one game I get right, right? The one game you get right. That's right. If you're looking for ideas and inspiration and information, there's no better place to go than the Promo Pulse app. We talked about it. We've talked about how Jason Oaks, the founder of Promo Pulse, he's been an industry technology innovator for years. And it's not like you know, 18 months and you can say years, like literally 10, 15, 20 years. Right. This guy who's won pyramid awards for web design. This is a guy who led uh, distributor central for many, many years and, and to and built their platform. This is someone who's constantly innovating. He's working on something really special. We can't talk about it yet. I know, you know what it is, Kirby. I know what it is. And that's what's in the radio business called a tease. <laughs> you have to wait another week or two before we share exactly what that is. But in the meantime, in the meantime, as you're sitting around right now, it's the last day of April, why don't you go ahead and grab your mobile device, go to your local app store, download the Promo Pulse app, get some ideas, get some inspiration, get some information, listen to a podcast, perhaps this one. Maybe you're already on it listening to this one. Who knows? There's so many things you can do. It's insane. I tell you, insane. <laughs> Super exciting. Super or you exciting. can visit the website, promopulse.io. Either way, you won't be sorry you did. You really need to open up that at every single day. Now, Kirby, there's a reason we call this the Promo Upfront Podcast, and I believe you know that reason, but there might be someone who doesn't. The reason we call it that is because we always start with a topic and we alternate every week, a topic that's really specific to the promotional products industry. 
I usually get the really good ones. It's happened that way for the last three, four months. I have yeah. no idea what you're going to bring up. So why don't you hit us with a promo upfront topic to get us rolling today? Yeah, absolutely. And if you're looking for promo upfront topics, obviously promo pulse is where you go. Uh, so, you know, this week I saw an article that did actually catch my attention. I think it was ASI who I saw originally put it out. I'm sure there's m- multiple people who did, but the headline was that promo sales declined nearly 15% in quarter one. And it, yep. it talked about the idea that uh, many distributors are s- showcasing a 15% decrease, but the, the, the upside of that is most distributors are optimistic for a pronounced rebound uh, for the rest of 2021. So I, I just sort of wanted to bring that up and see, A, if you, if you were sort of surprised by that, if it made sense, what was your takeaway from the idea that uh, promo sales declined 15% in Q1? Um, do you, does it make sense? Are you surprised? What, what's your take? I think that's about right. I mean, you're comparing Q1 from, from 2020 yeah. to 2021. And I think people have to remember they in 2020, you had about six or eight weeks before everything went to hell in a handbasket. So yeah. you, you, you had a good chance of having about two thirds of what you normally had, maybe even a little bit more right. in 2020. So a 15% decrease sounds about right. I think the real number we're going to have to look at is Q2 year over year. I think Mm -hmm. that's the real interesting one because Q2 last year, we were all in shell shock. Everything was being canceled. Nobody was doing anything. We were all just sheltering it in place at home, um, which haven't used that phrase in a while, shelter in place, but we were all staying at home because of the the pandemic. And I think this year we're, we're First of all, we have the vaccines that are rolling out. We, we understand the virus much better. But I think more importantly, we're not in a state of shock anymore. Right. I think you know, we're, we're at the point of whether we, we're, no matter where, where you live, you know, some states might be open, like my state, some places might not be. You're learning how to live with whatever's right. going on right now. And we as humans are nothing if not adaptable. Mm-hmm. So when we're not in that state of shock, we can adapt to the different situations. So I'm really curious to see what the Q2 year over year numbers yeah. look like. What do you think? what do you think about the Q1 numbers um, from 2020 to 2021? Yeah. It, it, so my, it's, it's a great example of a headline shock, right? So I, when I read it, I was like, really? Um, you know, because I, I am always optimistic that things will be good. And really the mm-hmm. moment I looked into it, I was like, oh, okay. So that actually 15% is great. I, right. I actually, I know that sounds counterintuitive to say, but like many people that I talk to, um, so for us, I'll just give us as an example, 2019 was our best year ever. So we were like, I, we literally had 25% growth that year and right. 2020, we started growing, you know, we were up in January, we were up in February and actually for the first, I think two weeks of March, we were fine. And then like it, like you said, it shut off. And so the, the what I came back to was realizing, oh yeah, we're down, but it makes sense because we're down over our, you know, sort of best months, best January, best February we've ever had. So right. now I know that's not everybody, but a lot of people had really good 2019s. It's just the way the economy was working. And so I think when you look at it sort of with what you said, that that in the mirror that you say, oh, 15% is actually not bad. My right. prediction actually is that we're that as an industry, we'll be up in Q2. I, 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 we will be up. I'm, I'm confident I, of that. I, I think you're right. I think what you're going to see is maybe Q1 of 2021 is going to be the last quarter the industry is down for a while. I think you're going to see some steady increases. Yeah, I think that makes I think, sense. I think it'll be just really interesting to see how it all shakes out. What also is going to be interesting is 
those distributors that really shifted towards PPE mm-hmm. and there, and, you know, we can, you know, revisionist history is a wonderful thing. Hindsight 2020 is uh, 2020 hindsight's fabulous, but I think there were some distributors that went way too all in on PPE. And now are they going to shift back to right. the type of company they were, or have they inadvertently pigeonholed themselves as some sort of PPE supplier? It'll be very interesting to see how that shakes out as well. Yeah, yeah that's fair. That's fair. But I, again, I'm at least from our perspective, I'm seeing the yeah. requests come in. I actually was telling the story the other day. We got a, a surprise repeat order that was a nice size order. I don't feel like I've had a surprise repeat order in a year and a half. You know yeah. what I mean? Like every order we, we earned. And so when you start getting surprise repeats, I'm like, okay, those are, that's good signs. That's when people are starting to reorder. So yeah, good stuff by ASI, good stuff and good stuff by you, Kirby. All right. Now, recently you've announced some project you're working on and I I know a little bit about it, but I don't think a lot of people do. And this is not a commercial, but I do think it's interesting what you're doing. And I think it's very relevant to our industry. You're starting something called Better Business University. And if I remember right, it's really focused on entrepreneurs. And I'd love you to kind of really tell everybody what it is. And then what is your thoughts starting your 18th business in the last 15 months? (laughs) Yeah, that's a fair question. Yeah. Yeah. Better Business University. This is something that I've, it's something I've wanted to do sort of for a long time. Um, I think the big challenge you see is that, you know, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, they want to grow, they want to elevate, they want to, but for example, you know, I, I went to college, I've often thought about going and getting my MBA, but good Lord, the, the cost of it is just very high. And so justify the return. Yeah. And so as an entrepreneur, I want to keep growing, but I, you know, I want to do something affordable. So we, the idea is this is a video based online education platform for business. um, That is a subscription base. So pay one fee for the year. They get access to every course. We've got courses on marketing, uh, productivity, leadership, uh, website development, all kinds of stuff. And so, and the idea being that we would, as we add more courses, there's no additional fee for those subscribed. And so the idea, mm-hmm. again, affordable, 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 and hopefully real world, real valuable um, education. Um, awesome. We're launching next week. We're going to okay. do like a big launch event, May 3rd through the 7th. And so that's, it, it's the thing that might be, so, so that's the commercial portion of it. But right. the, the thing that I think might be interesting is I was telling somebody the other day, Bill, this is the biggest um, case of imposter syndrome I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have struggled more with this project than I ever have with anything. I mean, I started a brewery and I, you know, I wasn't a brewer, <laughs> I was, right. but I, I really didn't. I was like, I pushed myself out there and it wasn't a big deal. This is the hardest thing I've ever feel like yeah. I've ever done because I, I feel like I, I don't want to sully my, my reputation. You know what I mean? Right. Cause I want it to be valuable. No, l- listen here, professor. I think, <laughs> uh, first of all, I want to make you laugh. Second of all, I, I know what you're saying we maybe two, three weeks ago, we had a really robust discussion about imposter syndrome mm-hmm. and I totally get it. You're about to put it all out there yeah. um, for success or not, <laughs> or not. success. <laughs> um, and so I completely understand that. But what I would tell you is knowing you, and this isn't me as your friend, this is me as someone who knows you, likes you, admires you. You do have those skills and they are eminently shareable. And so putting them in a, 
can it's consumable package i think is a great idea you know it's one of those things you never know if it's going to fly until you throw it out there and so i i get i always applaud you for being very quick to go to market i think Mm -hmm. that's a real strength of yours and Mm -hmm. i i think it's great i you you know transparency i've had a couple behind the scenes look you've asked my Mm -hmm. opinions on a couple things and uh, I've tried to screw it up as much as I can. I don't. I don't think I can do much else to mess it up at this point. Uh, it's really. It looks great. Where thanks, can man. people find out more information if they want to learn about that? Yeah, thanks, man. It's it, it, so Facebook. Obviously, we got a Facebook page. I'm yeah. throwing a lot of content out there to kind of pipe it up, and then just Better Business U, the letter U dot com. And so um, we've got a little sign up if you want to be online. And then uh, come Monday, the site will sort of transform, and there'll be much more going on on there. So we're, it, I really appreciate you bringing it up, buddy. Um, it is, it is a thing that, that I, you know, I'm, I'm excited about anxious about, but you know, I, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. So come Monday, this is happening, right? Come Monday, May, May 3rd. Thank it's you. Happening. All right. Uh, I, I'm sure Jimmy Buffett's just as excited as you are, <laughs> oh, but you know what else excites me, Kirby? What's that, Bill? Okay. So it's spring. I mean, spring cleaning. And one thing I like to do, which is real dorky, but I absolutely do like to do is probably five times a year, I clean out the garage because with two, two boys coming in and out, there's always crap that just tends to get left in the garage. My tools get, and I get left everywhere. And I like to clean out the garage. The one thing I don't like to do Kirby is clean out the attic. We have a drop down attic. Uh, I hate that. I don't have a door to walk in. So I have to climb up the shaky ladder and and go in there. And we've lived in this house a long time (laughs) and we decided to clean out the attic. And as we did that, I found a promotional product (laughs) and I want to share this promotional product with you. This is um, 15 years old, a 15 year old promotional product. Are you ready for this? It is a luggage tag from the United Sales Academy from Halo and Lee Wayne. It's that rubber. It's got the, you know, vulcanized rubber. Yeah. I I put my new business card in it, Yeah, but it's from Avaline. I don't think they're in business anymore. I did like an hour long Google search. I think they're out of business, but still i mean i this is still a great luggage tag and yeah. so there's plenty of uh companies in the industry that sell luggage tags like this i still think you know it used to be white probably not the best color for it it's a little dirty but it's a great rubber luggage tag well and i tell you what there like you said there's some great suppliers out there doing it um but we just as you know we just traveled and it was funny because i had a new set of of luggage and you know we usually take a big one and amy i'll share it so this time because it was just us. I took my own separate suitcase. And immediately I was like, oh shit, I don't have a luggage tag. <laughs> and you know, those, those damn luggage yeah. things look the same. So I would let you borrow so this guy. No, this thing's awesome. I was like, that's really cool. It's on my old golf travel bag. So I love it. I love it. You know that's what? a good one. If you're if distributors, if you're looking for something that people will actually keep is a well-made, durable luggage tag. Yeah, Can't that's a good go one. wrong there. All right, Kirby, let's go on with another subject. What do okay. you have for us, Kirby? Okay. Um, this will be fun. There's a podcast. Well, let's talk about podcasts. So, okay. Let's podcast about podcasting. Yeah. Did you hear a podcast war is brewing? So, no. so Spotify is going to try and take a bigger bite out of Apple's stake in podcasts by launching okay. a competing subscription op option. Okay. So Apple launched their subscription option yep. that had a, a, a pay. So um, unlike Apple, Spotify will not charge podcast creators an annual fee and lets them keep 100% of their subscription fees. So essentially they are going after Apple's subscription service, which mm-hmm. is set to launch next month and would charge podcasters a 1999 
annual fee to enable subscriptions and take a 30% cut of revenue and 15% after the first year. So mm -hmm. I, I just, again, we are in this space, at least as far as I know, we're not charging for subscriptions or whatever, or um, but it's fascinating to me. And I'm curious to know your opinion about Spotify sort of jumping in on in Apple's, it was called an iPod, which I think, you yeah. know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it was so their space. I find it interesting that 10, 15, 20 years ago, Apple was very much of the, we're shaking it up. We're doing things differently. We think different. We do things different. Yeah. And my goodness, very quickly, they've become the okay boomer of companies. <laughs> um, and, and I just don't get what they're trying to do here. I think you're trying to squeeze a very small amount of profit from, uh, from a group of people who will absolutely rebel yeah. and say, um, I, it's fine. I can direct my listeners to Spotify yeah. or Google play or Stitcher or Amazon, okay. because, you know, Apple podcasts, while very well known, not the only game in town. Yeah. And, you know, I believe Spotify is the number one place for podcasts. And then it's followed by Apple Podcasts. And I think it's uh, iHeartRadio and, you know, how, whatever, however it falls, doesn't matter. I think I find it interesting that Apple's being the grumpy old man in this, in this equation yeah. and Spotify saying, no, do it for free. Why, why not have the, it doesn't cost us anything. Yeah. And, and most people, we don't, the servers that Apple uses to host our podcast for every other than maintenance, they're built. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't cost anything. The infrastructure's there. So I, I think it's a very, it's, it smells very greedy to for for apple and, and i haven't decided what we're going to do with it yet to be honest yeah. with you well it's 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 a fascinating topic because i think you said 10 years ago 15 years ago they were thinking 10 15 years ago there wasn't this boon it's fascinating to me the podcast surge yeah. like it is amazing to me the power of that you know obviously we do it we enjoy it we obviously have you know hopefully provide value get value but yeah. but the idea that you know, you, you hear the Joe Rogans of the world, the Tim right. Ferrisses of the world that have, but most podcasts, what they get a hundred listens, you know what I mean? If yep. that. And so it is, yep. it is interesting to me to see this and see how they're going for the big stars and how it's going to play out in the long tail. I, this is just interesting. Yeah. I, I, I honestly think, you know, the podcast uh, surge is definitely pandemic induced. And once people don't have as much free time because they're back to commuting or back traveling, I think you're going to see a lot of those numbers fall. Mm. We've already started to see it. Yeah. Yeah. So. It is going to be interesting. I think it'll be like for me, it, my podcast listening fell yep. because yep. I wasn't traveling. Now I'm getting back out. My podcast listening is going up, but my yep. video watching is going down. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Like, so I think that's an interesting. Well, and that's why you hit position. it on multiple platforms. Right. That's why I hit on multiple. All right. Okay, cool. Kirby, credit card processing fees. Credit card processing fees have an yes. interesting. So this is something we're encountering mm -hmm. um, as we're our business here at Brandivate is growing. And, you know, we've had to make some decisions. Do we pass along credit card fees to our clients? Yep. Happy to talk about that. Want to talk about that. But first, I'd like to get your perspective as a business owner, as you sell promotional merchandise, invoice your clients, do you accept credit cards? If so, do you pass along credit card processing fees? How do you handle that? What's your philosophy on it? How do you handle it? No, I'm, I'm, that's a, I think this is a great topic. It's one we haven't talked about for a long time. So I'm glad you brought nope. it up. Um, so yeah, a couple, probably a couple of years ago, um, we had gotten to a point where um, you start looking at the numbers 
And yes, we absolutely accept credit cards. I, I try, one of, my, one of my rules in business is never get in the way of somebody trying to give you money. Right. Um, but it had gotten to a point when I started looking at the fees we were paying, it had become a big number. Like yeah. I was like, oh my God, it's that? Yeah. And so it's what, measurable. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it was really measurable. So we, uh, for the most part, we absolutely accept credit cards. What we do is we invoice and say, it's a 3% charge. If mm -hmm. you want to pay via credit card, um, most of our folks, uh, now we, we had a couple people that pay monthly mm -hmm. and they were, I kind of grandfathered them in because they like, sure. I sent them an invoice. They pay me the moment it happens. So, right. so I, I waived it for like two, three people. Most everybody else, I'm like, yeah, absolutely. You can pay by credit cards 3% because we're paying that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's always a kickback at the beginning of something like that. But yeah. honestly, it never even comes up anymore. Um, yeah. And then what we say is, if you don't want to, that's no problem. Just write us a check. And then that 3% goes right. Away. That's how we handle it. Yeah. And that's about how we're handling as well. We're really encouraging people to these days because things are getting to a point where, you know, cash doesn't exist. Fake paper money doesn't exist. And checks mm -hmm don't exist right? right very much any longer so we try to make it easy for people to pay via ach mm -hmm. so yeah, we, yeah, either, either they can authorize us and we can just withdraw it from their account uh on their billing day or they can hit a magic button and they can input their routing and checking account number however they want to do it and it's still instantaneous transfer yep. and there's no fees involved but we've had to have conversations with a couple of clients and say you know we're because at first right we're a startup I, i'll take anything Yes, I'll eat the fee. I'll, I'll eat the fee. We'll eat the fee right now. We will. Yeah. Kelsey and I have no problem. We'll eat the fee. But then you start, like you say, you look at your bank statement, you're like 80 bucks here, $170. It adds up. Yeah. Big time. And so we, we, we do chart, we do pass along. And I'm curious how other people handle it as well, because no one, you know, few people want to write that paper check any longer. So yeah. you have to make it as frictionless as possible. You want to make it easy for people to give you money. And the way to do that usually is credit card, but now you got fees. So well, again, we've gone very much the ACH route. Yeah. And now that you say that, I mean, we have clients I, and for the most part, we don't request that, but if clients say, Hey, can we do ACH? We say, yeah, yeah. sure. Um, but um, yeah, believe it or not, we actually still have quite a few people who are perfectly happy writing us checks and, and right. we're happy to take them. So and we, we take them too. And we yeah. have a few people write us. I think the difference is also the way our business model works. It's much more of a monthly retainer fee. Yeah. So it's, it's predictable yeah. every month it's X yeah. in, until it's not. And then you're, but yours is much more project-based. Yeah, so exactly. it's always a moving target. So yeah. I just wanted to bring that up. Kirby, do you have another topic or do you want to go right to the game? That is your call. Um, yeah, it, this will be a super quick one. Okay. So, super uh, quick. so one of the things that, and this is just something that popped in my head. I made a note of it. Mm -hmm. I was having a conversation with a client today and they, mm -hmm. this is actually, it was a dance studio just for what it's worth. And they were asking me, we, this is a place we've done video. We've recorded the video, done DVDs, stuff like that. And essentially we had this conversation. She is a really bright gal and, and we are good friends and go back and forth. And I, I essentially talked myself out of a job. I'm like, it doesn't make sense. The technology, it, like, please don't pay me to do this. It doesn't make sense for you. Right. And so she was saying that it, it's an interesting year because last year they couldn't do anything. She said, so mm -hmm. this year is a perfect year to try new things. Mm -hmm. And I, I found that that is, a, that is true of a lot of folks. It's a season of change. Right. Uh, and I've been fascinated while people struggled, right? Mm -hmm. We've heard plenty of stories of people struggling during this time. I feel like we've seen a ton of of stories of people recreating themselves. Oh yeah. And, and, and I've been fascinated by that. I, I, I wonder if you have seen that same oh. thing. 
I've experienced it. I mean, hell, I started a business with a business partner in the middle of the pandemic. So right, yeah, right. yeah, totally. Um, I think what you're seeing is a lot of people being very introspective and a lot of, and people can mean companies too. So right. I think you see a lot of people, a lot of organizations being introspective. It started with, we need to make cost cuts to survive. Right. Um, who do we cut? And it's going to be your C level players and, and lower usually is how, unless it's a department cut or something like that. It's not always that cut and dry. And, but the, what they did really was right size their business hmm. and they could see, okay, what can we handle? What can't we handle? What is the right staffing level we have? Did we, did we have the right people in the right seats on the bus? Did we have the right number of people? So on and so forth. And then I think that evolves into, okay, how can we do things differently? Right. How can we go to market in ways we've never gone before? Yeah. How can we push the envelope? Because there's so much noise out there yeah. right now. Yeah, um, It's the perfect time for a rebirth, for the Phoenix to rise from the ashes and give those new ideas a little bit of chance. So yeah, I see it all the time. I think it's great. Yeah, I think when you take it with that exact attitude, that can be very exciting if you allow it yeah. to be. So, okay, cool. I actually gave, I did a Wild Wednesday webinar today on overcoming adversity. Mm -hmm. Everybody has adversity. Right. And too many people equate adversity with failure. Mm -hmm. Adversity is a set of circumstances that is generally beyond your control. Right. And the mindset, though, decides whether that adversity results in success, opportunity, or failure. That's your choice. Right. It's starting to sound like you, Mr. Positive. <laughs> <laughs> But it, it is, it's your mindset that decides if it's a failure or not. A failure is generally a, you, you set based on circumstances that you've dictated, it's context. Yeah. Failure is based on context, whereas adversity is an opportunity for anything. Anything's yeah. possible. I love it. it and right. just super quick, I was probably yeah. 16 years old. I was at dinner with my parents. And at one point my dad said something along the lines of, look, you know, life will happen to you. You can't control, you know, yep. you can only control the, you know, how you react to what life gives you or something, you know, essentially that, that, what that message was. And then he, he I was like, you know, I was actually listening and yeah. into it as a six year. He's like, he's like, damn, that's deep. Someone should write that shit down. <laughs> and so as, I literally wrote it down on a napkin. <laughs> are you, do you still have the napkin? I, I don't know. I just remember the story. As John Lennon once said, life is what happens when you're busy making other plans. Yeah. So. All right. All right. Time for the game, Kirby. This is the party in the back section of the podcast. You have a choice today. Oh, okay. We can do, uh, they're both rapid fire. Okay, cool. So we can do Kentucky Derby rapid fire or Cinco de Mayo rapid fire. Your choice. Uh, I'm going to go Cinco de Mayo. Good, because I actually don't have anything prepared for <laughs> Kentucky Derby uh, rapid fire. So I really don't. So that was what we were going to play anyway. Okay, All right. Good. So we are, I'm, I'm one for one and one for one. <laughs> so we're five days from Cinco de Mayo, which most people think is what Mexican independence day, which is not. wrong. Yeah. It is not Mexican. <laughs> That's in September. Day. That's correct. It commemorates the battle of Puebla in 1862 over those nasty beret wearing mime loving French folks. So <laughs> those cheese eating surrender monkeys over there in france <laughs> okay <laughs> so it's a minor holiday in mexico 
But here in the United States, it's a big deal. So here's what we're going to play, Kirby. It's a Cinco de Mayo rapid fire. We're going to do kind of a day of activities and food. And you're just going to give me a choice. Would you rather do this or that? Would you rather eat this or that? Okay. Okay. All right. No wrong answers, I'm sure. There's no wrong answers. None. (laughs) So let's start with, you like a good breakfast, right? I do. I do. So let's start with breakfast, shall we? Okay. Sounds great. Would you rather have breakfast tacos or egg burritos? Egg burritos. And by the way, with any of these dishes, if you don't know what they are, just ask. I can tell you what they are. Okay. Huevos rancheros or ham and sausage enchiladas? Huevos rancheros. Nice. Uh, Chiquiles. Do you know what chiquiles are? No. That's fried tortillas soaked in salsa topped with taco fixings and an egg. Or migas. Do you know what migas is? No. It's a traditional breakfast discontinued dish consisting of corn tortilla uh, strips fried in a pan or griddle until almost crispy to which eggs are then added to create a scrambled egg fried tortilla mixture i'm gonna go with migas very good all right we're gonna skip lunch because you had a big breakfast okay right? you cool. had, sounds good you had breakfast tacos you had huevos rancheros and you had migas <laughs> yeah uh let's go with some appetizers Siesta. though so we're starting to get a little hungry right queso fundito or queso blanco queso blanco um, you're going to want some chips. So do you go corn chips or flour tortilla chips? Corn tortilla chips or flour tortilla chips? I got flour tortilla chips. Good call. Salsa or guacamole? Oh, salsa for sure. Mexican street corn or taquitos? Oh, Mexican street, street corn. That'd be fun. Good call. All right. Well, I, I, you look parched. Would you like a cocktail? <laughs> I would love a cocktail. <laughs> All right. Kirby, uh, margarita or paloma? Margarita. Okay. Tequila or mezcal? That's a good one. Um, I'm going to go, just when I'm in Mexico, tequila. Okay. Uh, Carajillo. Do you know what Carajillo is? Mm-mm. It's coffee, orange zest, and liqueur 43, which is a vanilla and citrus flavored liqueur, or a Michelada. Michelada. Okay. So now you're, you're, you're thirsty. You feel good. You've had yeah. a little bit of food. Now you're ready for dinner, right? Yeah, right. All right. Tamales or mole poblanos? Tamales. Okay. Uh, barbacoa or pozole? Barbacoa. Carnitas or Chile Verde? Chile Verde. Okay. Look, and you know what all these are. I'm very impressed. Yeah, I'm pretty good. I, 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 like, I like going to Mexico, man. <laughs> I know. That's good. All right. For dessert, churros or tres leches cake? Okay. I don't know what the second one is, so I'll go churros. Uh, that's three. It's three types of milk, and it's generally a caramely-based. So, yeah. uh, ch- you know, you're good with churros, though. Yeah, I do. Flan or sopapillas? <laughs> sopapillas. I'm not a flan Mexican- fan. <laughs> Mexican wedding cookies or arroz con leche? Oh, arroz is, con leche. Yeah. You, you like a little rice pudding, do you? Yeah. All right. Now, let's go with some traditions. You're going to end the night. You're going to celebrate the final thing of Cinco de Mayo. Are you going to listen to a mariachi band or are you going to watch a Cinco de Mayo parade? You know, I, I've never seen a Cinco de Mayo parade, but I, but I do love a mariachi band. So I'll go mariachi okay. band. And, and truth be told, since you're not going to do any of this, you're not going to eat any of this food, right. would you go to Taco Bell or Chipotle to celebrate Cinco oh, de Mayo? Chipotle Kirby? all day, every day. <laughs> Corona or Tecate as your... As so, your, uh, yeah, so yeah. I had Tecate Light for the first time I was mm-hmm. down there. Really like that, actually. Okay. Tecate Light. Okay. Okay. And uh, I guess that's it. I think that's, that's I'm done. <laughs> I'm, I'm in. This you, is fun. I'm actually you, really thirsty now. <laughs> 
you won the game. You won the game. <laughs> First and time I, for everything. Well, it's just like how you wake up every morning and you win because you open up that Promo Pulse app as first thing you do before you get on your treadmill That's and right. watch Mike and Mike in the morning. It's not Mike and Mike anymore. I don't know. Yeah, what it is. He, none of those folks are on anymore, well, but it's you, good. You watch some sort of ESPN sports yes, situation show on television. Yeah. But before you do that, before you hit the treadmill, before you even go downstairs to hit the treadmill, you're on your cellular phone, you're on your Apple iPhone 47, and you're opening up that Promo Pulse app. You're yeah. getting ideas, you're getting information. Gosh darn it, you're getting inspiration. I and am. it's all coming to you. And you know how much that costs? Costs you nothing. Nothing. Oh, it's just because I was special, but apparently that's for everybody. No, that's actually for everybody. <laughs> I was weird. Once we started doing these spots for them, uh, I had to actually call Jason and get my money back. I'd been paying him 20 bucks a month to use the promo Pulse app. And I and thought was I, was getting, a, I yeah. was getting a steal. Yeah. Um, no, it's free for everybody. Head to your local app store again. It's convenient. It's free to use. That personalized experience. All those things you can, it's got the Alexa enabled skill and more to come, always innovating. This is a guy, this is a company that's been innovating from day one in the industry. Promopulse.io or head over to your local app store and search Promopulse. You won't be sorry you did. Now, Kirby, I want to thank you for having the courage, courage, absolute bravery <laughs> to podcast with me as we embark on yet another podcast. I don't know how to end this. I just want to stop now. Okay, bye. That's right. Promo up front.